Welcome to What's the Tea. He's R2 the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. I have to think about that every time the little countdown ends. <laughs> like, wait, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> What's my name? What's his name? Uh, what is his name? Um, <laughs> how's it going? You know, it's going. Um, yeah, say more. Um, I'm alive. That is a factual statement. Employed. That is a factual statement. My bills are paid. That was an unconvictedly said statement. I have the intention of paying all of them on time. Not I have the intention, ma'am, ma'am, (laughs) ma'am, ma'am. No, you know, I I don't play. I don't play with the play play. I'm trying to be like, oh, can I pay my mortgage today? (laughs) I need a sugar daddy to come pay my bills. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Same. Um, If you're a sugar daddy out there listening uh, to T Nation, uh, hi. I would like your money in exchange <laughs> for my comfort and satisfaction. Um, I won't give you any sexual favors. No. But I mean, you're fine as fuck, then we could talk, but. Right. We could negotiate some texts. Not some texts, ma'am. What? We can't negotiate some texts? If I'm breading out your whole life, I need more than some text messages. What you need? What type of situation is this? I'm a Christian. Yeah, okay. The, I mean, the Bible says, pay unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And to God's what is God's. <laughs> because... Oh, that I have the tools necessary to continue my walk as a Christian. So I really need y'all to pray for me because (laughs) I'm trying to keep, listen, I'm trying to keep the commandments of like loving my neighbor as myself. And, you know, I've always used the conclusion that there's nowhere that commands us to like each other. Correct. We just have to love each other. I'm struggling, struggling with loving my homophobic, bigoted, civil war threatening neighbor. Um, I don't feel like my Bible says that. I feel like, I feel like. Wait, I'm sorry. Do you guess you just feel like. I guess I just feel like some people need to get punched in their mouth. Uh, Who today? Just like, okay, so I saw a video on the internet of like, I think it was in Texas. 
some people who had like shown up at a drag show to uh-huh. clearly, you know, harass the performers. Um, but there were armed individuals there protecting the entrance. So like, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. So there were people who were liberal, assuming, standing guard at the door so these other people could not come in and harass the performers. And it's like, y'all thought y'all were the only one with guns? Y'all thought y'all were the only one to to exercise your Second Amendment right, sister? And so one of them is like screaming, yelling and screaming in this woman's face. And he goes, she spit on me. The lady that he pointed at was in fact wearing a mask. <laughs> um, and then he, he and another man are like physically confronting a female police officer. And like, it's back the blue until they don't get y'all back in a fight. Right. Until they don't do what you want them to do. Right. It's, you know, Second Amendment until it's somebody else with the gun. I mean... And overall, like, all this fighting... Yeah. Yeah, no, say what you were about to say. Say that. The gun laws changed in California as soon as the Panthers got their hands on their legally acquired guns. Right. Right. Right? Thank you, Governor Ronald Reagan. Burn in hell. (laughs) Also, thank you for legalizing abortion. Stupid. Um... Like, um, we're doing all of this online dragging and fighting and all that, and it's cute or whatever, but like, what concerns me are the people who are behind all of this, whatever is happening on the internet, the actual performers in there, because people are shouting things like, I want to protect our children from grooming and pedophilia and da, da 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 And so, like, this shit that these politicians are doing on social media for clicks and shit has already ignited an armed, low-intelligent, low-tolerance mob. And they, um, and I think, now- go ahead. <laughs> I have a question. Um, sure. I I do know that drag queens are known for taking money out of people's purses. Baby, Chanel. <laughs> why would you do it, sister? <laughs> but can you name me three drag queens who have uh, sexually abused a child? A child? No. <laughs> Not that <laughs> distinction. <laughs> Ma'am. Cherry pie. Oh, Lord. I forgot about her. Oh, Jesus. Mm, Lest we forget. (laughs) Fully lied to be a casting director to get some booty hole pictures. (laughs) Like. And David, sir, sir, why would you send the booty hole pictures to be in a movie? Like, 
are you are you unwell? <laughs> what movie was it, girl? I'm not trying to victim blame, but like that feels like a very the the red flag was flagging. It was flagging hard. And you said, "No, nah, that's that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> but yeah, like there are a child is in more danger inside of a building with a cross on top than they are at a drag show. That's my thing. If your concern is the is the welfare of the children, why y'all not down to the Vatican? Why y'all not down mm-hmm. to your local churches? Correct. I don't it's and the thing is it's political theater for Marjorie Taylor Greene and them, but the real life consequences are someone's going to get killed. Like you've basically created yeah. Right. Like you've basically made targets out of these performers because of your ignorance. Yeah, now, am I like on the side of the super leftist people who are like, a drag show is the most wholesome place on earth. Now, girl, we don't now, have baby, to do all not. that. <laughs> I I don't personally, <laughs> right. Like most drag shows are in a bar in places where you probably shouldn't have children anyway. Um, but grooming and pedophilia and all that, like, if the grooming shit was real, if exposing children to sexuality converted them, then why are there gay people? Correct. Because how did my two straight ass parents raise a gay ass kid? A gay homosexual. Homosexual. Szechuan. <laughs> Szechuan. <laughs> Homosexual. Have you seen that person okay. on TikTok who's like homosexual? Oh, are you a homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh my god, I'll have to find it. Um, but like, you know, these people are playing games with our lives on both sides of the political coin. Like, you want to rile people up to get clicks and shit, but there are like real life consequences to this shit. And I, I saw a tweet yesterday like, stop saying red states. There are no such thing as red states. There are like illegally gerrymandered districts in places where the population is too dense to swing the way they want it to. The average right. American does support abortion rights. Most of us, regardless of our political affiliation, there are left-leaning liberal people who support second amendment rights. It's it. Most of us are just trying to live under this very oppressive capitalistic system that America has designed itself to be. There are fringes on both sides, but largely those, <laughs> largely those people in Washington are doing all this and going to like old Ebbett Grill and having drinks together. Correct. Uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg cited Samuel Alito as like her her homeboy, her friend. They'd be barbecuing and shit. Yeah. It's a no. It's a game that they're playing with people's lives. And this like, and I know that people are not naive enough to be believe that it was going to stop with the bathroom shit. 
No, it was never going to stop with the bathroom shit. Because then it becomes, you know, uh, getting, making sure that trans girls can't play sports. And then it's blocking efforts for people to transition. And then it's uh, already uh, transitioned adults to detransition. Next, it's going to be criminalizing same-sex marriage. After that, it's going to be criminalizing homosexuality. It's coming. Well, they, yeah, I mean, it's always been on the fringes. It's always been on the fringes. And it scares me. Where was that, that, there are a couple of pastors that have openly, well, I should, sorry, I should say men parading around as pastors um, who are openly advocating for the, the like actual execution of queer and trans people. Right. And like, you think you're being like off the cuff or it's a joke, quote unquote, to you. That's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. It's the same way I feel about people like Lil Boosie and Lil Duval. Like, your uh, kill trans people jokes? That shit ain't funny. Yeah. And your your people who have those beliefs are like, oh, somebody else thinks this too? Word. Yeah. It's not cute. And it doesn't matter what you agree with or you would like this is my this is my beef with the christo fascist state of america right now if you are so strong if you are so strong in your faith Uh why are you worried about what anybody else is doing Uh uh-huh can we talk about it train a child you know teach your children the way that you want them to 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 believe and when they get old they will not depart from it what, so what are you worried about? If you if Unless you believe their name is R to the edgy, and then as soon as they got the house, they suck in dick in bathrooms. Because um, you saw the holes in the in the in the hypocrisy, oh, right? I was like, what? What? Excuse me. What? Holes, <laughs> the, the glory hole, girl. Um, <laughs> the the glory. The booty hole. The glory <laughs> hole. Ah. <laughs> 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 Uh, the, co- the, title, <laughs> the title of the show just be popping out, man. The, the glow the Kojic, rail. <laughs> the Kojic child to suck a dick in the bathroom pipeline. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I was on a similar journey. The Catholic daughter to big slut horror pipeline. <laughs> Catholic school girl chronicles. <laughs> Listen, speaking in tongues is a is a useful skill. <laughs> Baby, <he> translates. <laughs> <laughs> the glory hole is good loot. <laughs> it's just so blasphemous, but just mwah. <laughs> let me do things why do y'all let me say things last night i was this watching is, the thing <laughs> why well, don't post the show <laughs> trying to stop me from getting canceled 
<laughs> Last night I was watching the thing that we're going to discuss later, I'm sure. And um, they showed Dr. Ruth and, you know, former president Bill Clinton. And she was like, Oh, I was like, what are we going to, I was like, what are we going to discuss? <laughs> Why? She was like leaning in. She patted him on his face or whatever. And I tweeted, um, Look at Dr. Ruth letting William Jefferson know he could still knock the stuffing out that egg McMuffin. And I'm glad <laughs> that for the most part, y'all paid me dust. <laughs> but I was just like, why do y'all allow me to say things? We really try not to. <laughs> we I just, really try not to. I just, anyway, what is the tea? Oh God. Um, well, we can go there first. Um, okay. <laughs> so yesterday I, I cried in the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and just like openly declared that you were marrying someone else right in front of my salad. <laughs> Wait, so I'm so mad. The, <laughs> the um, They came to take photos of the show, obviously. And um in the one production photo that they released in the PR kit, I'm holding this giant bowl that looks like a salad bowl and I'm making the right in front of my salad <laughs> face. So in our cast group chat, I have like, every time there's like a reaction, I've just put those pictures next to each other and everybody is, is over my shenanigans. <laughs> over. Right in front of my, my salad. Um, uh, yeah, so Serena Williams played the first round of her final U.S. Open. Her mm. first U.S. Open was in 1998 when Bill Clinton mm -hmm. was the president mm -hmm. um, before his impeachment. Mm -hmm. um, and now she is evolving away from being a full-time tennis player. Um, I was very nervous about that first round match because she's spoken openly about being nervous before and like no single athlete in any single sport has ever experienced as much pressure on any given match as serena williams does since she got back from having that baby like right everybody wants her to win every single match and there are hundreds of thousands of people millions of people billions all over the world like their blood pressure rises and falls based on you hitting a yellow ball over a net. Like that's an insane amount of pressure. And then to have already announced this was your retirement. Like I was like, this could be a mess and I can't watch. So right. um, one of my castmates was like, let's go do a boxing class. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems like the absolute best thing for me to be doing. Um, and then I got out and I had, 400 text messages because <laughs> uh, she won the first set and then we went to the cheesecake factory <laughs> afterwards and she won and they had that ceremony and the way that i was just like sobbing into my chick my louisiana chicken pasta it <laughs> it was it was ugly it was really ugly baby the way i will tear up a jambalaya pasta correct I've been in the Cheesecake Factory in a long time. Sorry. I was like, hello. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That was instinct, Who? the instant gram. Oh, I was like, it was that parking lot girl. <laughs> oh, she's going to keep it black, but she's going to keep it brief. 
Right. Uh, um, yeah, I hadn't been to Cheesecake Factory in a long time. It it's it still hits. Yeah, the, I mean they get a bad rap because they have such a huge menu, but like order what you want. It is a huge fucking menu. Yeah. Uh so I uh really, you know, I'm a very casual sports fan in general. With tennis, all of y'all are like actual tennis fans. Some of y'all play, you know the rules and the regulations. I just be like sports um but specifically with the williams sisters my recently departed stepmother who was a pe teacher she's always been like the sports the the sports period and she introduced me to venus when she first hit the circuit like that shit used to drive me crazy it would be like one tv in the house um and it was with on golf or tennis and i'm like i do not want to watch this fucking bullshit but then i was like oh it's a black girl and then like serena comes along like oh it's two black girls and they're sisters or whatever but like as an adult you know i'm i'm the type of of sports fan that like if the tl is lit up about something i'm gonna turn that motherfucker on um so i've seen some of her like you know really close really great matches but i'm nowhere near y'all like waking up at three o'clock in the morning to watch her in london shit like that like that's not me but as like an entity as a person who has influenced the culture and my life and all that like i'm down i'm down for serena i'm i'm on i'm I'm on the team all the relationships i've ended waking up at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) 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 or staying up to like crazy hours or being in a shit mood because she lost a right match. right it's real oh god oh my god so nuts yeah so being able to like for me whether you're a tennis fan or a serena fan or not this is literal history and the way that the U.S. Open was giving her her things last night, it was, I was emotional. Like, her and Miss Olympia with the matching outfits and Mama in the beads and braids, like, I was, I cried, like, four times before the shit even started. And then I'm like, I don't even know how this game work. And I'm in my feelings. I'm stressed the fuck out. I can't imagine what y'all were going through. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. Um, You know, I, I, it's so, I mean, I can't tell what the chicken or egg was, like if the chicken or the egg came first. But I mean, my mom, that's actually not the right metaphor. Um, My mom played tennis in high school but some of my earliest memories of like falling in love with tennis are, you know, from watching Venus when she was, you know, a, like a 14 year old um, at the, I, I remember watching that match in Oakland on TV. Um, I was seven. Um, and just how much of seeing them in a sport that I, came to love more than any other because you know like 
I come from a family of like passionate sports fans and, and I like sports and I'm athletic, but nothing has ever like clicked in my life the way that tennis has. And, and I, I think that that is a lot due to Richard's and Orsine's daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, like the way that it's, they made it okay to be black and like Mm -hmm. passionate and fly like those outfits were ugly as fuck before venus and serena came on Mm -hmm. like the way that that sports fashion has changed because of two women is crazy Mm -hmm. Um, you know the shoes the jewelry the the silhouettes the the back out the stomach out like it it just they it's coco goff said a very nice thing she was like she's not passing the torch to any of us she's keeping it with her like there's no one she could pass it to Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like you know and to do all that and be like a business mogul and like and also i mean for the crazy serena stands who can like rattle off terrifying statistics about her career, which I just won't embarrass myself in front of y'all like that. But like, <laughs> you think about how much time she missed with injuries. Like she could have, she could have had thirty grand slams, mm-hmm. which is nuts. And the and um, I think it was Naomi who said like, "I'm a part of her legacy." Yeah, you better stand. That was, that was a um, one of the like sweetest uh, comments. Um, or it was an article, I think, after the Australian Open semifinal last year where Osaka beat Serena and she like walked off the court and she was crying. And one reporter said, Osaka isn't her rival. That's her, that's her, that's her legacy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh my eye. Oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like for the US Open, to really just give her her things last night. To introduce it, her before the baby. match as the greatest of all time. Baby. So they were talking about the girl she was playing, like either she has she is about to like fully lean in to her villain status or she about to get her ass kicked. <laughs> and it was somewhere in the middle. I would not say she got her ass kicked. It was close there in the middle, but. You know, she played, she competed well. She mm-hmm. competed well and she was fired up. Like she was like, y'all. Because I think, too, everybody wants to be, like, that is a trivia question for the ages. Mm-hmm. Who was the last person to beat Serena Williams? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it it may end up being somebody at another tournament, you know? Um, so, like, there was a lot of things that happened last night. Like, pretty much every celebrity was there last night. And... And I fell for the okie doke and I'm not going, I'm not excusing myself, but I did not have on my glasses. I had drank an entire bottle of wine and the whole timeline was saying that Beyonce was there. I was like on the phone doing shit, like not watching every second of the match. So I didn't see the crowd shot. All I saw was like a couple of seconds of video and a photo on Twitter. And I was like, that's not Beyonce. I re- right. I, so, like, I retweeted something, and then I made a joke about you, which was fucking hilarious. Somebody had tweeted, I like, saw. I need, I deleted it, though. Um, not because of you. 
I saw. <laughs> Somebody had tweeted like, I need the the judge to ask Beyonce when these fucking visuals are coming out. And I was like, me to R to the edgy when he doesn't post the show. <laughs> like, girl, where are the visuals? Um, but it was Laverne Cox. And so <laughs> because it because she had on a mask and glasses and long sleeves and gloves and was kind of sitting socially distanced away. Like there was no one near her. And it's definitely some shit Beyonce would do, like come to the gig and sit by herself. <laughs> like, don't don't put nobody near me. I'm not getting the monkey pox. Leave me the fuck alone. And so I I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. And people were like, girl, that is Laverne Cox. I'm like, now see, that's why old people need to have their glasses on. <laughs> Take my medicine. Look, what, now where was Beyonce? Isn't she like in Croatia or some shit? I think so. Well, she... I, she couldn't have came back? She narrated that Gatorade commercial that also had my allergies fucked up. And um, Queen Latifah did one too. Well, she's the... She, Queen Latifah's the narrator for the entire US Open. Baby, if she is there on Saturday, the shot I am shooting... <laughs> oh my God. From half court. Okay, Steph Curry. <laughs> you and you know know me. If I get within shouting distance of Queen Latifah, I'm gonna embarrass you. <laughs> you gonna invite her back to the glow ray hole. <laughs> Baby. You have never known thirst the way I will exhibit it on that day. Like, excuse me, Miss Owens. Excuse me, Miss Owens. Hey, how you doing? Oh my god! I'm the waitress that work at the coffee house on uh, 39th and Lennox. You know the one with the braids. That would be me. That would be me. And then Oprah narrated that other package. I thought it was going to be Venus, the way that Gail was doing the lead up on it. I'm like, if this is fucking Venus, I'm going to throw up. Correct. Correct. And then that side by side of Richard taking a picture with his camera in Olympia, like, please. It was too much. And then... They kept showing Oracine and the faces she was making. I'm like, y'all. She was like, uh, I'm sick of y'all niggas. She was sick of everybody. Like, get this motherfucking camera out of my motherfucking face. But it, y'all owe Ingenue. Is that how you say her name? Ingenue uh-huh. Ellis? Uh-huh. She was robbed. Oh, fully Of that robbed. Oscar. I, and, and I said that. Fully robbed. She fully was Oracine, period. Fully robbed. Um, who was that little boy with Orsine last night with the do rag, the velvet do rag? That was her. That was Serena's nephew, Jair. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember. Uh, Nineteen years ago, her sister Yutundi was murdered. Right. Yes. That was. That's her son. Oh. Yeah. That's special. So I, yeah. So you know, Venus and Serena sort of took Jair and Justice, his older sister, sort of like Was she there uh, too? Was she the lady with the okay. She's in I think she's in grad school now. Where was Venus? In the bed. Is she playing in this tournament? 
Yeah, she has them. She has. Uh, she's playing today, and they're entered in the doubles. Oh, okay. And I also think Venus was like, I got to get my mind right because if I'm here doing all this, I'm right. And someone also tweeted was like, and they better do this all again for Venus. Correct. I think. I mean, what I think is interesting is I don't know. Yeah, like Venus is Venus ain't saying shit. Right. I think Venus is just gonna piece the fuck out. Right. Like she's just not gonna be playing tennis, and two years later, just, everybody gonna be like, "Wait a minute, where, where, where is Venus? Where's she at?" Yeah. Where's the other like one? She, she's like, I'm not answering your questions. I'm right. Not, I'm you not, know, I'm Venus not. ain't never really been for the play play. Ever, ever. Venus was born sick of our shit. Yeah. And the way she be like, when that man said, are you here to just play a couple rounds or win? She said, well, are you going to write a, a good article or just a social article? <laughs> I just love it. The way that she's like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm Richard's daughter. I, I, correct. Correct. <laughs> my, I think my favorite is, uh, um, it was 2009 when Serena still hasn't been proved that she foot faulted. I just want to say that clearly mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been 13 years since that match and they have not shown an angle of her actually committing a foot fault. So it was a high pressure moment. She went off on the lady. Uh, we've all done worse in, in the privacy of our own anonymity. In the public, um, in the public sea. <laughs> in the public sea of our own anonymity. Cough, cough, January 6th. Cough, cough. Um, <laughs> and they treated her like she murdered that lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also, they went on to win the doubles tournament. And in the press conference, they said, the like moderator of the press conference said, we are only asking questions about the doubles. Mm-hmm. Serena's not talking about what happened a couple days ago. Leave that alone. And of course, they were trying to ask Serena a question. And Venus, being the great big sister, the iconic big sister that she is, was like, well, I think, and the man interrupted her and she said, excuse me, are you getting aggressive with me? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> that is one of my favorite, like, like Serena will cuss you out, but Venus will also do it, but it'll cut to the quick and you won't even know it. Right, right. It's like, like did she read the fuck out of me? I that's the kind of bitch that I am. Like, I'm gonna read you for fucking filth, and the following like three business days later, you're gonna be like, Did this bitch? Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, Billie Jean King was there for the post match, which is like, thank God she won. I was sobbing. Yes. Like I'm wearing pink because it's Serena's favorite color. And then like the most beautiful serve in the history of tennis, like a legend giving another legend her things. That's class. That's called respect. Chris Everett, you you ugly you know what? bitch. <laughs> Baby, you, did you feel it on my spirit? Did you feel it on my I spirit? I did. 
I did. Chris Everett, you hating ass, salty ass. Like when I started watching Serena, maybe like a decade ago, I was like, why is bitch a hater like this? Like what the, f-? and like, I would notice people like on Twitter and you or whatever being like, no, she, that's, cause I'm always like, before I even knew who it was, I'm like, who are these announcers? Why the fuck they hating so hard on her? Like this shit feel kind of racist. And then I'm like, oh, it's this bitch? Well, so the crazy thing and why Chris Everett will always be in the Hater Hall of Fame first ballot is in 2006, um, so just for context, Serena had a bunch of knee, like her sister got murdered. Right. Her knee, knee got injured. She came back too soon because Nike was pressuring her. Then Maria Sharapova was doing all this motherfucking bullshit. Then she got injured again. She got depressed and was like, I'm done with tennis. Six, just pause. 16 years ago. Right. An entire people's careers. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm done with tennis. And Chris Everett, who was at that time the editor-in-chief of Tennis Magazine, wrote this disrespectful-ass open letter to Serena Williams being like, don't squander the best years of your life. Uh, you need to get serious about tennis. You could be, You could be good. You could be great or some shit Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was like the disrespect first of all bitch (laughs) first of all bitch mind your fucking business (laughs) look and like she's such a fucking hater I tweeted last night like (laughs) (laughs) this is like when we had Mark Jackson calling them games when the Warriors made that first run without him, like <laughs> shut up. Well, so there are three. There are three of them, and I would actually say Chris Everett is the is the the best. Yeah, there's um, another lady too. She be hating her ass off. There's two. So Mary Carrillo is that bitch. That ass. bitch. No, she's the but, one that the timeline used to go up about. But Pam Shriver. Pam Shriver has a personal vendetta. Like, I think they didn't sign an autograph for that bitch one day. She'd be mad. Like, why be a hater hoe when you could be a greater hoe? <laughs> Just go to the glory hoe, okay? Right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, like, she should not have to be, we should not have to be subjected to this in Serena's final tournament. Like, get this bitch out of here. Where is the backup? And John McEnroe, you can get it too. Absolutely. Like, shut your ass up. No hateration in this dancery. Baby. Ugh. Like, what? <laughs> so not irritated. Right. Like, if you don't sit down somewhere and shut your ass up. Like, what I think they should do. Oh, that's how you get her. You got to serve behind her. You got to serve behind her. Like, girl, shut your motherfucking ass up. Like, you want her to lose? Like, what the fuck? Right. Like, I would. Right. I thought y'all were supposed to be impartial. I thought I I would be cheering for these girls to be hitting into the net every time. Mm hmm. They should do is have (laughs) only. Black women commentators for her matches for the rest of the damn exactly exactly. We're Robin Roberts. Yeah, probably they couldn't pay her enough. Truth, but for something like this, she probably do that shit for a discounted rate. You're right. Gail was there. Gail was there. 
With her titties out, whole timeline being lusty. Okay. (laughs) But she was looking good as fuck. She was at a strange loop last week, and I was like, not um, Miss Gail with the yeeks yeeking. Uh, uh uh-uh. She had on a sweater dress, and I was like, okay, Miss Gail. She said Oprah got a tennis court in her backyard, but she don't use it. I said, (laughs) ma'am. Don't do your friend like that. Right. Keep that lady business out the street. That's for the guests. Okay. Thank you. That's for Stedman. Right. He probably, Meghan Markle probably played a little tentis when she was there. Oh, no. She was pregnant. Oh, yeah. No. She, uh-uh. No, I'm like, I want I want to be Gail so bad. When you get famous, just, just let somebody know I have talent and I want to do an interview or something for somebody somewhere. <laughs> Great, great. Let me gale it up. <laughs> I got you. Because uh, Gail is a bad bitch in her own right. She just also happens to be Oprah's best friend. Best friend. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about really anything else. I'm not, I'm paying Ari Spears dust. Fuck. Uh, who is that? Um, I don't know who that congrats, is. Con- yeah, nobody. Congrats. They had a, the VMAs apparently still happened. They happened over the weekend. Um, and Lil Nas X won a bunch of awards. See what happens when you nominate people for things BET? Oh, he won. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. He had I don't won. know nothing about that kind of lifestyle. What, what you <laughs> <say>? <laughs> Whatever y'all got going on. That's he not me. On something on the red carpet was like a stunning thing. And uh, Iman, oh shady ass, tweeted herself in it from like a Met Gala was like, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Thank you, Lil Nas <laughs> I fucking love Iman so much. Iman and Viola Davis are holding it down as the internet auntie, like with the positive affirmations and also like every meme ever. They both, you can count on them. Viola Davis is just, is is somebody grandma. Definitely. That is a meme account only. I love it. And then I'm like, somebody going to give this to Viola and it's going to come back again. Like, you'll see the usual suspects with it. Then Viola get a hold to it. Now it's going to be nothing but that for the next three days. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't mad at it, though. I love the positivity of it all. Yeah, I think we need more positivity in the world. I agree. And less, and like, the only thing I will say about the Aries Spears thing is like, we can't fight fat shaming with fat shaming, guys. Correct. Correct. It's an correct. ineffective tool. When there are so very many things you could say about that dusty gentleman that don't even have to do with his weight. Like, your fat friends see you <laughs> clowning him in, quote unquote, defense of Lizzo. And it's not great. It's projecting. All of it is. It's the it's the reason why Twitter is so annoying. A thing happens to somebody else. And here we go, projecting and arguing amongst each other about some shit that didn't even happen to us. That hypothetically probably happened to this person because most of that shit is fake. Correct. And now Aerie Spears is trending because he wants to be. He's an internet troll who, like... 
I couldn't even tell you the last time I heard his name before this. And I think it was from for some trolling shit. I was talking to Rod about it. And he was like, no, this is like what he does. And, and he just so happened to hit the right nerve. And that's what we do. Somebody says some shit you don't like and you cannot resist to respond and have a gotcha and a sassy quote tweet. And now this idiot is trending. And like, you know, in Domino's, all good, all money and good money. But on the Internet. It is. Like, the algorithm don't know that you're mad. I'm so upset with you. You said in Domino's, all money is good money. It ain't. Because you might hit 15 and let the person behind you come with 25. Hit 25. Exactly. <laughs> but on the internet, that all that shit is, you know, like the fucking corn kid. That was like the most wholesome, most wonderful thing. And some like man on the street interviewed some hating ass broad who was like, I am the corn kid. You've not seen the corn video? I love corn. Where do you live? (laughs) In rehearsal. I love corn. I just really love (laughs) corn. What? He like can't. What are you talking about? He like can't pronounce his R's and has like missing teeth. It's the cutest fucking shit. Um, let me see if this is what I think it is. It's a video I'll try to find and send it to you, but I think this is the audio. Mommy, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's Okay, somebody made it into a song, but like it's just a, an adorable little black boy who's just like, for me, I just really love cone. <laughs> it's oh, cone. That's sweet. It was precious. It was wholesome. And then some like man on the street was interviewing some woman and she was talking shit about how she can't stand the corn dude and like, hold what? on. Everyone should be eating. Hello, <laughs> It's just precious. And he's like missing teeth and like his big teeth coming in. It was just the most wonderful, most precious thing. And she hated on it. And like, that's the internet. You, something gets the like blow up treatment and then people going to start hating on it. But like, it's like kid. He's like kid president. You remember kid president? Yeah. Why would you hate on kid president? That means you are a miserable human being living an awful existence that a small child. First of all, she called him like, she's like, you're fucking 12 years old. The baby is like five. And I'm not going to be all sister soldier about the shit, but fundamentally, that's the problem. You see a five-year-old black boy and see like a teenager. Correct. It's giving white supremacy. Right. Let the baby be a baby, please. Right. Anyway. Um, hey, boo. Um, what is happening with these women? What women? Oh, I didn't watch it last night. I watched, I watched the Tintus, and it's it was okay. the mental all. Oh, okay. We're not. We don't care about that. I'll watch it today, but I was doing something else. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I have a hey boo. Do you? Yeah. You go first. My hey boo 
goes to the 20th anniversary of the A's 20 game win streak. Um, in 2002, the A's won 20 consecutive games and set an American League record. We went on to win the AL West that year, but then we lost um, the division series to the Twins. Um, but that was like, you know, Barry Zito, Miguel Tejada, Eric Chavez, um, you know, uh, David Justice last year in the majors. Oh, Lord. Right? And I just remember what an exciting time that was to be an A's fan. I went to several of those games. Um, we swept uh, every series <laughs> for like two months, including the Tigers, um, which if you know me, you know how I feel about them. Um, and this is, and this is the, uh, the, the era that was featured in the movie Moneyball. And it was so fun when that came back around, a lot of my friends went to the stadium for the filming of Moneyball to like recreate those 2002 games. So for me, it is, hey boo, to the Oakland, still Oakland athletics um, for honoring this team and, you know, thankful that I was around for this time as a fan. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> and they are very distant memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my hey boo is, uh, goes out to, I actually don't know her name. Um, but there is this black ball person at the U.S. Open who she has glasses and she's worked Serena's matches for at least the last like five years. And it was so like, I think that that is by request. Like, I think Serena asks for her. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And it was so nice to like see them have a moment last night and I don't know if she plays. I don't know if she just, like, I don't even know how old she is. Um, but, you know, I think that's one of the lasting impressions that she and Venus left on the sport. Um, and I appreciated that even some of the men who have been, like, prone to some real disgusting misogyny over the years as they talk about women's sports. But um, even Danil Medvedev, who is, like, a person I don't particularly care for said in a hundred years, we're going to be talking about Serena Williams, which I, mm -hmm. I thought is a, I true. mean, if we, if we have a, a earth, <laughs> if we, yeah, exactly. Uh, metaphorically in a hundred years. Right. <laughs> um, but to just, but to see how many black people feel welcome in spaces like the U S open, mm -hmm. like directly, because of Serena and Venus, it, it just, it, you know, it's great. And so, you know, hey boo to the little ball person. I would say kid, but I don't think she's a child. Don't be like the white lady now. In reverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if she was white either. She might've been like light Latina, but whatever she was, the internet thoroughly drug her ass for talking about the corn kid. As well they should. 
Meanwhile, on Twitter, Torre, who has like a storied past with the people of the internet, tweeted, mm-hmm. I understand the quiet quitting mentality, but I also can't imagine telling my boss, no, I'm not doing that because it's after 6 p.m. or it's Saturday. I was trained to work all the time and pitch in whenever your job needs you. It's giving slavery, friend. Okay. Uh, I really dislike the phrase quiet quitting. There's another phrase for it that's been around for a while, working to rule. That is doing the specific tasks asked of you in the hours you contractually agree to work. Okay. Someone else, acting your wage. I didn't invent the term, but it's out there and much closer to what's actually happening. The only quitting people are doing is quitting the part of work that's unpaid. Correct someone else i have no problem with that but that should be reciprocated in terms of salary increases and or bonuses no one minds doing a little extra and pitching in when needed however when the little extra is a continual ass it's exploitive especially when there's no attendant financial professional benefit correct here we go here we go here we go This is wild pick-me propaganda, and in today's climate of predatory employment and people being overworked without compensation and the lack of a work-life balance in America, I got no idea why you would take this stance or why you would do that for your boss for free. Correct. Counterpoint. As a Black man, I feel you. We are never allowed to, quote-unquote, not be team players. We get gaslit into free labor for social acceptance. It took a long time for me to break out of that psychology. It's scary, but you need to break out also for your mental health and family. Learn to say no. Amen. I was trained to work that way, too, and that's the problem. Corporations think that they're entitled to this free labor because it's become the norm. The more that people stop providing it, the less it will be the norm. But that is that what they're calling quiet quitting? Yeah, basically doing less and less. The entire goddamn point is that everyone was trained, more like groomed, to believe that's normal, but no one gets paid for it. A job is a job, not your life. Damn. Loser. (laughs) Okay. You know the quotes, they're going to get right down to it. You're not obligated to go the extra mile when you're not being paid for it. Not only is it bullshit they use to squeeze extra labor out of us, at the end of your life, nobody is going to be remembering you for licking the boots of our corporate overlords. Yikes. Every bad habit can be unlearned. I believe in you. <laughs> it's giving both po- it's giving politicians on both sides are corrupt. This is a condition called cut brain. another one loser jesus christ just keep it keep it simple um why is it always podcast has me undone (laughs) why is it always podcast guys i mean you answered your own question um people really need to investigate their attachment to an investment in exploitive cycles all training isn't good training there's a difference between being a team player and being taken advantage of by your boss saying no is what teaches employers not to overstep um slave (laughs) (laughs) i genuinely rather die than be this cucked jesus christ 
Why is it so controversial to not do work you're not paid for? Correct. Is this performance art? Yep, you're definitely well-trained. Yikes. Um, Tennessee Ernie Ford voice, you cast 16 pods and what do you get? I don't understand that at all. Every reference went over my head. I'm going to give this slacker a toilet wand. Oh, my God. Cuck. <laughs> like am i um it's, unsure of what the meaning of cuck is friend me as well <laughs> because i feel I like i understand something. it to be something else i thought it meant i mean i think it's also i think the the person who is being cuckolded in that situation is like weak and so i think they're saying he's you know. Oh, yeah, just like the children calling simping, um, be doing nice things for your partner. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's giving, it's like, it's, it's like a cousin of calling him a beta, essentially. Yeah. Expand your imagination. Okay, release your vibe. Okay, release your trade. <laughs> release your job. Release your stress. Okay. Um... I get where people are coming from, but I'm brainwashed. <laughs> uh, here we go. This is it right here. <sighs> this is such a light skin tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't understand. <laughs> Do we have to deal with that? Be <laughs> wow on Twitter. Not this is such a light skin tweet. Jesus Christ. You won't break my hole. <laughs> Ooh, nope. <laughs> I'm telling everybody. <laughs> um, so this week for me, for uh, me, I do not feel like the girls are giving energy its things. And I'm here to say that that, that energy is criminally underrated. It is one of the best transitions in on the album into Break My Soul. Energy is gives what needed to be gave. Uh-huh. And also, the track I was unsure about at the beginning, Pure Slash Honey. Uh-huh. Goes. Honey, Miss Honey. You need to see the right dance. I saw that with that with those people dancing. Like I was like, this is it, this is it right here. Because it's so fun and funky and like it's a jam. It's a jam. Don't yummy. Listen, like I said, the now is she saying stick your dick? Oh honey and go see i don't go to genius because i like to figure it out myself i think that genius is exploitative and digital blackface if i can sister soldier again for because a moment because it's white it people years, explaining black lyrics the way that it took me years to understand when kanye said head of the class and she just won a swallow a swallow ship Bad bitches to the left. To the left. 
I can't get through. Shit, I got, shit, I got, shit, I got. Money, bitches, to the right. I'll put the sweet, sweet on your tongue. Don't taste yummy. Now stick it thick. Ah. Thick, honey, and gold. So African and bold. <laughs> I, I know I'm not alone. We haven't put that episode out yet, so nobody could confer with me. No, but I know is, I'm not alone. No, by the time, no, this is out. No, they're out. Um, I will just say again, the blow hive is eating. Correct. Correct. You know it's Friday night. I'm ready to drive. Don't make him keep, baby. Let's go. Like, yeah, it's a jam. When she does the concert, she has to just do the whole album. Like you can't right. skip. Yeah. We were at a we were at a bar and uh we one of the people in the show convinced the bar the owner of the bar to um play the album. And when uh please motherfuckers ain't stopping me when to <laughs> move, mm-hmm. my whole body was like, excuse me? Move out the way. Is this shit on shuffle? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> On this uh, land? Right. No, I was listening at a friend's house and I thought it was on shuffle for a minute. And I was like, oh, 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 what are we not going to do? The way that me and three other people turned around and looked at each other at the same time, like, I know this bitch ain't put this album on shuffle. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. You want to see me turn into a white person from Texas uh, in front okay. of a drag show. <laughs> Play the album out of order and see. Put the album out of order and see what happens. Uh, cut, cut to the feminine. What? This is me at, when Legendary be on. I'll just be in my house like, cut, 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 cut. Okay. <laughs> feminine to pussy, cut, feminine to pussy, what? Okay. Homosexual. <laughs> 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 Somebody commented to me, they were like, um, what's up with you? You're like gay, gay, gay these days. I'm like, these days? Or am I just more vocal about it? Nick Benju. <laughs> I will say that I don't think I'm gay because you there in the, is... Uh, you are alphabet. You are one of the loud ghetto bitches that's cute. <laughs> I think that there is a difference between um, sexual orientation and sexual behavior. But the more that I learn about um, my non-monogamy, um, non-monogamy, the more I am open to things having complexity, right? Like, I don't necessarily believe that all romantic partnerships have to involve sex. I don't believe that all sexual relationships have to involve romance or, you know, dating or whatever. So for me, I've always been of the position like, I don't know that I've ever had romantic feelings for a woman, but that's evolving. So, you know, do shit every day. Yeah, I'm not trying to take up space under any umbrella, but I also am not going to deny that I have emotional, physical, 
and sexual attraction to people who are not cis men. Of course. But am I like, am I gay, gay, gay? Yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you, you just spent many minutes on this show talking about how you were shooting your half-court shot at- At Dana Owens. At, correct. <laughs> now, when I'm confronted with the vagina, we don't know how I'm gonna act. It's gonna be a different story. Maybe not though. The right vagina? Who knows? Here she go. Not the right vagina. I'm so mad. I'm gonna send it to you so you can see <laughs> We um we watched uh diary of a mad black woman last night now why would you do that the way that those wigs were (laughs) We're growing sitting nuts sitting speaking of kimberly elise rest rest in peace (laughs) wait did she leave us she didn't leave us but she she left us lose her rabbit ass mind yeah she left us I was watching um, uh, the second season of Love Life, uh-huh. and she plays Jessica's mom on there. She actually recently celebrated the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, she she's done and said some crazy ass things. I'm like, oh no, sis, that's not the move. Yeah, her and 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 Tashina kind of Tashina Tashina kind of be on that like now sisters do we create a safe space for black men now girl now girl listen Absolutely. I'm all for the cultivation and celebration and awareness of black men's mental health but at what point does the responsibility lie within you to create a safe space in your own community instead of getting on the podcast mic and calling us fat? Correct. Um, yeah. So let's the way that Jason Whitlock has been saying disgusting things about Serena Williams for the entirety of her career. And, and he's another Ari Spears, like y'all could get him without calling him fat because there are a plethora of things you could get him for a myriad of insults that have zero to do with him being fat um people were asking about like oh you know like what's your favorite funny tweet and one of them was dragonfly jones he said lebron james what is the fucking tweet like LeBron James said nigga or something and he clutched his hat <laughs> to find it. I think I retweeted it yesterday. <laughs> uh, you know, I think like obviously there's this thing where like when you don't like somebody, your morality goes completely out of the window. And I also think that there's a difference between like 
somebody who says some hateful, harmful bullshit about everybody. Like you get what you give. I'm not, I'm not jumping in front of a bullet for Aries Spears. I just am trying to say that like the people that you are so-called protecting, you're also harming by calling him names based off of his weight and shit. Um, like the same way that people who are like making light of Kim Kardashian's robbery, um, I find that Wait, disgusting. What? Her robber came out and basically was like, no remorse. I don't give a fuck, whatever. And a lot of people were like joking on it or doing the like, that's what she gets situation as if she did not think she was immediately about to be raped and begged and pleaded for her fucking life. Like you ain't got to like her to know that that's some really fucked up shit. And it's super insensitive and, and triggering to watch people make those sorts of jokes because you don't give a fuck about that lady because she stole from black creatives maybe because she dates black men because she comes from a family you don't care for i think that there is a mile of road between jason whitlock and kim kardashian but i also oh yeah. don't think that you need to be talking about how fat he is but you know i can't find it but i did come across the tweet about chitlins. Um, Oop, fleet water too I'm hot. Already, I almost made chitlins. I'm I I gotta I gotta you gotta go in the log out, baby. <laughs> That's like the greatest tweet of all time. Go ahead and log out for me. <laughs> and he responded, he was like, if this is my contribution to the community, I accept that. Uh here was another one. God, you're an alto. Alicia Keys, no, I can't do it. I can't I can be oh a my soprano. God. No, I can do it. I can be a soprano. God, Alicia, please. Alicia, no God. <laughs> that 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 one still lays me out. <laughs> uh yeah. Anyway, I, you know, you know better, do better. If if people, I, I understand, and a lot of times it's not about protecting people. It's about getting a joke off, getting a flex off. But just remember, like, the same people who you're supposed to be protecting, you also might be hurting. And I just, I feel really bad for Lizzo. I, I feel like she's taking it publicly in stride. But once again, she was at home minding her business, and now the entire internet is discussing her appearance. And, like... Nobody does this to Jade Cargill, who happens to be like a very attractive, super fit wrestler with like a 12 pack. If she's like, I don't follow her, but most of the stuff that I see retweeted of her is her in very little, little clothing. So because she has a quote unquote acceptable body, it's okay for her to not wear clothes, but because Lizzo has a body that you don't like, she's disgusting. And I'm sure Jade gets that too, because people, especially men, have a great deal of opinion about a woman who's quote unquote too muscular. But like, why are we talking about anybody's body? Right. The concern trolling, it's late. You, you don't care about her health. You don't. Because you can be healthy and fat just like you can be unhealthy and thin she's running around in heels doing choreography and playing a fucking clarinet right but even that is a little bit fat phobic what if she wasn't like are we only praising fat bodies who are deemed athletic and like what if she was no, hella saying, unhealthy like, she's clearly like working hard on like 
being able to perform. Like she's right. doing her job, like leave her alone. And I'm not saying that about you, but it's like, that's the other no, thing. The internet is always like, but she's X, Y, Z. Well, what about the fat people who are, who are just fat, who are just unhealthy? Like, why does it matter to you? Why is it your business? Why is it any of your concern? Right. Leave people the fuck alone. And yeah. like, I, I follow Whitney Waythor from my big fat fabulous life. And like, Oh, I was like saying her last name is not going to help me. I don't know. Who yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah. Waythorn. Um, and like just her existence, people are like, you're a fat, disgusting slob. Like if you, if that's what oh you my think, God. why do you have to tell her that? Also like, what is you telling her going to do? Is she going to be like, Oh, Oh, I was living my whole life and now I didn't know. For, yeah. Now I'm gonna change my I'm gonna change my life because you said that to me, strange person. Thank you. It's like John Wall, he just did some interview where he talked about he he was contemplating ending his life because like his mom passed away. He got sick. Like it just the way that we discuss, me included, is why I'm saying we, we discuss people sometimes. It's so inhuman. And I try my best to like change the spelling and not at people or whatever because nobody needs to hear the shit that Adding i say about them crazy to yeah. me too to me too um but the whole lizzo thing it's like i i wish for her a good support system and a protective mechanism and a really great therapist because this is all so much it's so much it's so much yeah. Like you don't like and her music, don't listen to it. You don't want to see her body, don't follow her. Mute her. When somebody puts her on her, your timeline, keep scrolling. Put it in the group chat. If you absolutely have to say some shit about her, put it in the group chat. Because like it's because also they do the same shit with Chloe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because again, like, they don't like that family. I'm like, just don't watch it. Right. And, and the crimes that they've committed or whatever, and these black men, like, are they holding them hostage? And like, okay, so she, so she dealt with Tristan while he was still dealing with another woman with a fresh baby and oh, the same I thing. Meant, I meant Bailey. Oh, her too. Her too. And in a, <laughs> in a very weird way of like, she is a very attractive young woman. If I looked like her when I was her age, I would be naked all the fucking time. Period. If I looked like her now. Hello? I don't look like her. And the only thing keeping me from being naked all over the internet is because I have a job that probably wouldn't be okay with it. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, hey, Nick Jew. Actually, that's uh, not the only thing. I have a rule that the first time somebody sees me naked, I like to be there. Correct. We are. But like, who cares? Who cares? You don't want to see the young lady. Um, some some people do. Move around. Correct. Yeah, make room, nigga. Get right. down in front. Move out the way. I'm with my hoes, and we all need space. Somebody said we can now admit that there are skippable tracks on Renaissance. For me, it's move. First of all, girl, no. And if there is one, it's not move. What is it? It's not one. Oh, I was like. I could understand that certain, like the back half of the album is very much like 
ballroom culture, you know, runway category what are we is. What counting the back half as? I would say after about Virgo's groove. Let me see. Oh, that's the back half? Uh, I mean, how many tracks is it on this whole? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16. So eight. Track eight. It's plastic off the sofa. Yeah, so Virgo's groove, move, heated, thick, all up in your mind. America has a problem, pure honey, summer renaissance. That's all very like boom cat. So my I was I was gonna say my favorite half of the album, but also unique. That's what you are. Stilettos, Stilettos kicking, kicking vintage crystal, crystal off the bar. Off the bar. Category. Bad. Bad bitch. bitch. I'm the bar. Ooh. Alien superstar. Whip. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we are not in the same room and we are not looking at each other. At all. The cameras are off. At all. The cameras are off. And this is what we're doing. This is how we're carrying on. Unicorn is the unicorn uniform. <laughs> the uniform you put on. Yeah, it's a gift. It's a, it's a gift. And it just keeps on giving. And I and I'm not, I don't want to be redeemed, healed, delivered, or set free from it. And I'm so excited to listen to it with y'all this weekend. I'm actually nervous that. Alex Isley might not be my number one artist on Spotify this year. Right? I mean, she has been certainly from January to July 29th. I mean, um, child, winter is coming and you know your sad ass is going to want to hear the melancholy, dulcet tones of Miss Isley at some point well, when it starts getting I dark early. I still listen to her at night. I still listen to her to, when I like go to sleep. Um but also Christian Curia has a new album coming out. It's 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 been a good year for music. God is good. All the time. On that note. Speaking of, this is the day that the Lord has made. But it's not the day for you to try it. But it is the day for me to release the show. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.